0: hello hello you people you people what do you mean you people what do you mean you people oh geez if you know a movie that quotes from you get a thumbs up in my book because we might be able to record or yeah do a recording on that at some point i don't know if it qualifies as a quote-unquote throwback because it was in what 2005 2006
1: question what movie are you talking about
0: and that's the end of the podcast episode. Everyone, thanks for tuning in while I throw this book at Austin's face. Uh, Tropic Thunder? Man, I'm a little pissed off that... <laughs> you didn't remember that? 2008, I mean, by the way.
1: Was, was, when it, that was. was it 2008? Yeah, because Robert Downey Jr. got nominated for uh, an Oscar with Heath Ledger. Fun fact.
0: I'm just a dude playing a <laughs> dude disguised as another dude. We're definitely doing that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have to. But anyways. Yeah. So we are, in fact, reviewing and doing an episode here on the new movie that has been released on Netflix. It's a romance comedy directed by Kenya uh, Barris, written by Kenya Barris and Jonah Hill called You People. It has uh, quite the cast. I love Jonah Hill. I, I feel like his older movies, you know, around the super bad era was when I think he was in his prime but war dogs i mean oh yeah war dogs was it was a good movie what, what's, what was that mid-20s i'm sorry
1: mid-90s i don't see i haven't seen midnight oh uh, mid-90s was amazing what was
0: the one like with the world ending and everyone's going by their actual real names with like james franco Seth Rogen? Oh, um, the end this is the end or something like that yeah something like that that movie's hilarious yeah um dana mcbride i think just Stole that movie though he did. He steals everything. I feel like he's in because he's just so. He stole Pineapple Express. Yeah, that's I'm saying. Did. Like he he was he was amazing in in in, in Tropic Thunder too. Oh my God, in <laughs> Tropic Thunder too. <laughs> uh, but obviously a good a good cast: Jonah Hill, Lauren London, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. You don't see Eddie Murphy in a lot of a lot of movies these days. Of course, you know uh, he's coming back into the fold. I think and where I think the last movie I saw him in was uh Coming to America 2. It came out a few years ago. Ooh. Uh Nia uh Nia Long, David Duchovny, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, like Isn't Mike Epps? Isn't there, he the uh her uncle? Yeah, there was a couple uh yeah. good Oh my god, and ta- Taco. Taco was in it. Taco was in it. Anthony Anderson. Uh um, Oh yeah, Anthony Anderson. You horrible. got um was it the comedian andrew schultz was one of uh jonah's friends and there was another guy i can't think of his name on the top of my head uh he's a new he's a newer comedian to my knowledge but he uh he did this bit about chewbacca being mexican and it was hilarious you just just google it and or youtube it and you'll you'll find out who i'm talking about but he played ezra's coke guy even though he didn't have a oh, coat guy, yeah. dude, he's hilarious. <laughs> I saw, I saw, I saw that bit of his on Chewbacca on on Instagram, like in a reel, and it had me dying.
1: That entire scene was just hilarious, oh, by dude. The way. It
0: was, it was like this stupid, over the top, funny. Call your coat guy. Call uh, your yeah, coat guy. I don't guy have a coat coke. guy. Yeah. <laughs> It's like dude, we were when we were here the last time. Yeah. You totally had a tote guy. Remember? You shit all you, over yeah. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile you've got uh Akbar, you know, played by Eddie Murphy just sitting there like, oh it's like no it, it wasn't Coke, it was Chipotle. Which to me, uh, made me laugh even could, more. It, it could have been Chipotle. Because honestly. on the real no. listen, I'm pretty sure I've I've been eating Chipotle since like two thousand six and there have been some times where chipotle just especially if you eat a lot of it it might give you the sometimes huh i not not a lot anymore though Hmm. Uh, i've been going to another place called um uh fresh kitchen actually you know but um you know um anyway (laughs) good for you just trying to support local business Um, yeah local yeah and uh It was a pretty good movie overall. I mean, I, I think with these types of movies, you you can't really have a lot of high hopes, like expecting a nominated and you know Academy Award show.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you when you think about it, I mean, it's a rom com, so there's not much right. to it. Yeah, it's they're just, very
0: very simple. Very like the plot is very basic.
1: Yeah, it's just it's relevant, I think, which is
0: Th- that's the kicker to it. Um, I feel like what this you know movie- different. Yeah, exactly. I agree with you. I, I think there are things in this movie that that are it, it hits the nail on the head, and we'll we'll go into it a little bit in just a moment. But I I felt like in the beginning, especially, this reminded me of the level of comedy, not, not obviously in the romance part, but just the the regular <laughs> comedy. Oh yeah, like like it was something from like the super bad era. Yeah, and just like it was just stupid, but it was it you know it's playing on satire and you know dude it,
1: it was awesome to see Jonah Hill just cracking jokes. That's what I'm saying. Right again. I,
0: I, I I miss that version of Jonah Hill where he's just ripping on people or like he's getting ripped on, but then he just has like a, a slap back
1: Yeah, like him and his sister.
0: Oh, oh god! in that in the very beginning, like they're just it's like it's a like, god we were staying for forty five minutes for Yom Kippur, and I'm just like, <laughs> what? <F-ing> Yom Kippur. <laughs> and uh so again i think i think the acting was was great overall i think everyone did a great job yeah um yeah that that opening scene uh i loved i wrote down this this line from from his sister that rips on him and says you look like a dad who lost his kid at coachella and it took me a second and i'm like but he does he did in that scene he's got this like slicked back sort of hair and the last half of it is dyed blonde He's got this, you know, uh, hipster beard going on and he's got these tattoos in just various locations and they're just very traditional looking tattoos and uh kind of It's Jonah Hill being Jonah. Uh,
1: yeah. Definitely. Definitely love dude. it.
0: Also, I found it ironic that he had a uh, podcast, a little podcast live stream. Yeah. And that that's what he did on the on the side as a hobby. Mhm. Much like this. And he was a broker, uh, as his real job, but he hated it, you know? And what's that like hating your job? Yeah. Don't know. I honestly can't speak to that. Um, maybe when I was younger, you know, when I wanted to be a musician and not work at like retail, mm. cause you know, and if, if you like retail, that's fine. I personally hate it. Um, Or just working inside of a mall, uh, especially for a a long period of time, sucks. But the conversations between Ezra and his his partner, you know, friend, co host Mo, uh, the jokes about Drake, yeah, you know, obviously, I'm not the the biggest. I was gonna say
1: I didn't know if you were gonna quite get that.
0: Yeah, so like I'm familiar with a couple things Drake related, right? Like. I know a few of his more popular songs but when he like when he, we started going like uh the different albums that, that they're going through i'm like houston lana vegas drake man <laughs> yeah or not, not not views drake right and take
1: care drake take, oh man <laughs> take care drake i had i had to look, look clb stuff like, drake
0: uh, yeah clb drake so I, I had to look some of that stuff up which is fine and i think that's totally normal to see something in a movie but i didn't know what that meant let me look it up i think that's practical to do right in, yeah. in any situation not just movies but i don't know what this person said let me just do a quick goog and boom now i know expanding the old noggin there it is <laughs> the 23andme situation thing is i think it uh what they said but one of the things that is very again relevant to this movie is the amount of race tropes that Ooh. are all all over the place and They didn't go through every single one of the book, of course, but there's a... They hit a good amount of them. There's a solid couple handfuls in there. And, you know, obviously we're not going to go through each and every one of them. Uh, Certainly not going to repeat them. Got to know. Because, you know, we're trying to make this podcast into a thing and not get canceled after the fourth episode. but Mm. um, TBD. (laughs) Yeah, right. But I I, I do love... um, I mean... I think Eddie Murphy's. Dude, his character he, he, was hilarious. He, he is a comedic gold in this. He is amazing. The way he just nonchalantly delivers his lines. Everything. Like Mo even says it on the plane. He's like, dude, he's just terrifying in a very calm and natural state. Yeah, like yeah, he well, can murder someone and sleep for yes, nine and a half yes. hours. And then the guy comes and sits down and he's like, I did that once. I did that. Yeah. I did that once. And I'm like, <laughs> I, can I have a seat change, please? Because I don't feel comfortable sitting next to this guy saying he just murdered someone, man. man. But I do like the fact that this movie is, it, you know, it, it's calling out things that obviously people need to be aware of, but also it's making fun of it at the same time. Yeah. Like there's a level of being serious about it and then taking and taking it seriously and then... You know, not taking it seriously, but being, you know, overly serious about it to the point where it are just like, like they're hitting the nail on the head on us a, a couple, you know, parts that are obviously very awkward, you know. And as much as I laughed, I, I also looked at some of these moments, especially around Shelly Cohen. Oh my God. Julie Lou Dreyfus just, she did such a great Ooh. job at making these scenes so uncomfortable awkward yeah and somehow funny at the same time you know and and to think like we're writing these as jokes and a movie because it's he, like i'm sure everyone on set was just um, like I'd, I'd love to see a blooper reel at this oh yeah To see like how hard it was or just like them saying this line and then just cracking up about it you know like yeah. when they're at the bachelorette party and she accidentally rips mm. the girl's wig off and it ruins the whole thing, essentially, right? Yeah. I wonder how many times they had to they had to do that scene, and even while they're doing it, like they're we know what they're 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 pointing at with like the severity of it, mm. and but I wonder how many times they laughed about it just because.
1: I mean, I would say a lot because it was just one of the very many hilarious scenes in this movie. Um, I personally loved the scene in the juice bar with um Eddie Murphy and uh his daughter and son um <laughs> yeah. that was just
0: hilarious Oh man yeah uh, cuz that was that was right when they first went on like the uh, first it, sort of dating right It was right before the first date Yeah Yeah cuz she was dating um some dude Chris some dude named Chris Some dude Yeah uh he didn't see her though and then you know, he asked, he asked her dad for a, a quote that uh, just didn't go as planned. Thomas
1: Edison quote. No, 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 no. It was nah. Never mind. Disregard.
0: <laughs> but we got a couple of time skips, right? We get a six month later time, time skip. And yeah, they were, they were, this covered some ground because it's a two hour, it's like less than two hours and rightfully so for a rom-com. I mean, I don't think I could sit through a rom-com that was two and a half hours or let alone three hours even if it had a stellar cast, I, yeah, I don't know. We, would, it would really have to kind of think about it. at will point. But one thing that came to mind, cause I don't think I've ever waited six months after dating someone to introduce them to my, to my parents. Um, probably because you have normal parents. I mean, but even, even for, even for my my partner, my significant other, my, my woman. Touche, you know, and, and and especially from, (laughs) from her, but, but again, by talking about different cultures, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I could, I might have, I don't remember how long, maybe the longest I've ever waited was maybe a month, maybe two at the most. And it was really so to like, kind of vet, like I was dating a couple people and, and wanted to make sure that like, I didn't just bring home someone that was, you know, not good. Interesting, uh, dating more than one person, Nick. Uh, look, I'm hmm. young. I'm, you know, just kind of, I'm, I'm throwing different reels into the water and seeing what fish bite. You know, I, I was in a band. i um, listen. Pff, chicks dig drummers. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I just, I just banged on. Uh. <laughs> anyway, if you're a listener out there, and you, if you've waited six months to tell your parents about dating someone. Uh hit us up on Twitter. I mean, I don't
1: think six months is like crazy. If you No, it's not. But like people once you met Ezra's parents, you're like, all right, it makes sense why he waited six oh, months.
0: Yeah, well that's what I'm saying. Like, I think because so my, my follow up question is you because you know who they are, it doesn't make sense and it it makes perfect sense because you just see the type of people that they are. Yep. And then even even when Ezra asks Amira's parents, which <laughs> that was yeah. kind of trippy, uh, to see what they said, and, and when Eddie Murphy and Akbar says, "You can try," mm, yep, uh, not to sound intimidating or anything like that, but and and I think he meant it in two ways, right? To see if she actually goes through with it, which she did and wanted to. Yep. But also from from his perspective, if he could make it, yeah, yeah you know, because I'm going to drag you through the ringer, yeah, and in the mud, and then you can just basically see if it actually happens or not. Uh, pretty interesting, and and yeah, it, I, I I wrote down saying that that was such an uh <laughs> such an awkward conversation when when Ezra it takes Amira to meet his parents, right? Yeah, and she's and they're like, "This is our daughter. She's a lesbian," you know. And, and Devin Newcock is like, "Yeah, she's part of the LGBTQ." All of them, yeah, all of them, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" And the, and then <laughs> I was just like, "Mom, you, I need you to help uh, me with something in the kitchen now." And she's like, "Oh, what?" And he's like, "No, no, no! Like right now." Like, yeah, you know, just the severity of what's happening, which he's like, "You know what I think about cops?" And I'm like, "Wow." Yeah, that was wow.
1: As uh, a white person, it was very painful to watch that family. Uh, yeah, uh, I those parents deal with that situation. It's like, ugh, come on. The sad part was, <laughs> there's probably people exactly like that out in the world, oh, and no. you're just like, oh, come on, man, you're an idiot.
0: A hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, and it's 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 like they just don't take a second to think about it use your use your head yeah for a second yeah that's all that's yeah all it takes and, and i I did like when uh i think it was david ducox's uh character's name but he says uh he mentions exhibit oh const- p- he's obsessed with exhibit he's, ex- he is, he's obsessed with exhibit and then he's like oh pimp my ride which i, I actually liked pimp my ride
1: i remember that show
0: I'm going to give you a house or I'm going to, I'm going to pimp your ride. So your ride could do this in a better ride. Like, but that, that, that show was, was actually dope. And I was, I was into cars back then too. And like that show was up. awesome, man. It really was, man. I don't, I always wondered though, for the people that actually got to have their ride pimped out. Yeah. If they actually kept their ride or if they sold it for a Buku money. That's a good point. You know, like, Hey, I had a, I had a, you know, basic Honda. Right, And they took it and made it into, into like a $75,000 Honda. Yeah, I would sell it. Yeah, I would too. I would sell it and, and then just get a luxury car at
1: that point. If I'm being honest, I don't deserve a car that fancy.
0: <laughs> well, But I also think it's sort of one of those... Well, I don't want to make that sort of comparison, but it's like if you have a, a car that you didn't really care about, which happens but then you get a nice car do you suddenly start taking care of that car because it's like now i, I think ha- you have to it's like a new phone thing yeah well unless until you drop it a bunch for some people <laughs> i guess <laughs> yeah, accidents happen right uh <laughs> but yeah funny well yeah funny stuff with the, with the parents meeting uh the other the other person's dating and, and I did like the line though that Eddie Murphy says, he says, this is your white granddaddy coming back to haunt me. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> but, but she actually backs it up with some like sound information. You yeah. Know? And which I, I, it's, it's kind of interesting. The opposites of, you know, the person that they're dating, how Amira's dad, was getting on ezra's case and then uh, ezra's mom was totally dis- disregarding amira and yeah. but but amira's mom not really so much in the picture not really causing a lot of ruckus whatsoever she was chilling she's just chilling you know being there for her daughter and then ezra's dad basically doing the same thing yep you know and i, I liked the whole proposal scene too like it was just so sporadic, yeah. And she's like, Oh my god, oh my god, he's like, I wasn't gonna do it. She's like, No, 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 you like, can do you, it now, you, you keep doing it, you keep doing it. And sure enough, and it works. And I was like, Yeah, yeah go, go Ezra, go, go Ezra, so go Ezra. Um, but I, he says, Let me take my shoe off so I don't crease it. That he, was
1: f- funny, Ezra. Sneakerhead, right? He, he's a sneakerhead. I
0: laughed so hard at that. So did I. I'm, I'm not a sneakerhead by any means, but yeah, I, I I'm friends, definitely not. But I have friends that are, and yeah. I totally get it.
1: It was just funny.
0: Yeah. And and uh, oh man, when when both parents finally meet again, another that was awkward, awkward. situation because they're at dinner and oh and the, my god, dude, the conversations that are taking Whoa. place, I'm just like. Oh my God. That, like, can we just start eating now, please? That and, was
1: painful to watch because that was just like
0: that, uh, that traumatic
1: that, is the only word I think I can explain. It was, it I'm was a very difficult there. scene to, uh, it was to watch kind of, but like it It, it was just awkward. I wanted to skip through it. Yeah. So I, bad. I, it was just awkward.
0: Yeah. And I think that's the point too, right. To, to try and make it as awkward as possible, but yet, you know, slap this satiric comedy onto it. Right. Yeah. And it, th- they did a good job. I, I got to give them that, you know, and I, I know people might not like that. And I think, I don't, I don't know if people were offended by that. Um, That's good
1: point. I don't know if I'm sure, I'm sure people got offended. Yeah. Um,
0: because I'm sure people have experienced that in their, in real life. And they're going like, like, ain't that a B? Yeah. You know, that that's real. I've I've been in those shoes before.
1: Ain't that a B, huh?
0: Yeah. Ain't that a b there it is. You know. That's what uh, that's what Akbar said. Eddie Murphy. Ain't that a b <laughs> that a b Man. uh, let's see here. Oh. <laughs> and his um I just knew that was gonna happen too when they when they remove the candles because they smell like b- Oh yeah. And I like, knew that was coming. His 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 koofy is gonna get Uh, lit on fire and sure sure enough it does and and obviously there's a lot of value behind it to him and they start stomping on it and i'm like dude you're just you're stomping on like his part of his religion it'd be like it'd be like if someone's um yeah caught on fire and you did the same thing right which is funny because I, i i'm like i don't know how they didn't meet that equivalence because they're jewish yeah you know what i'm saying well
1: i think that just adds to the oblivious fact right exactly it shows
0: how dismissive they are but the other funny thing though too is in the beginning of the movie when they when they're getting on ezra because he forgot his in the car oh man i forgot it in the car he just didn't care on (laughs) (laughs) yam oh man eddie eddie joking about following your dreams with an accent when they're sitting in the car, I was like, you gotta, you gotta follow your dreams. And he's like, why are you saying it like that? You know, and just straight up making fun of it. And then the song comes on and it's like, Oh man, I love this song. It's like, yeah, why do you like the song? He goes, oh yeah. The vibe, you know, the vibe, man. Goes, what, what, uh, what do they call this song? It's like, Oh, I forgot the, I I, forgot the, title, the title. Some I like it's in Paris. And he's like, no, 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 I think it, I think it's something else. Like something before. And he's like, uh uh, uh mid I think it's midnight in Paris. Is it nah? <laughs> yeah nah, super uh again super awkward super but, awkward, but the, <laughs> the great song though so oh yeah but and I the funny thing is I have uh <clears throat> had subtitles on and it it literally uh, puts an asterisk for the actual title. Yeah so I know. so it's like and Blank, 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 blank. Yeah.
1: Well, that's the actual title of the song, too. I know,
0: but that's what I'm saying. It it, it actually got it. Like, it, it put it accurately. So, Great album, by the way. Yeah. Uh, that's a bit of a classic album, I think. I'd say. Yeah. Um, but, uh, again, another awkward situation for Ezra to be in. Yep. Right? And we get the... The montage? The, yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah, I thought it was a montage between... Ezra and and, uh, and Amira. Yep. Out of the two car rides, which one do you think was more awkward? Hard to say because both are basically
1: I would say the car ride Ezra for sure, but then once you got to like the actual meat and potatoes of the the day, oh man, Amira's uh, bridal thing was just a, me- a wreck. Um, yeah like
0: i i think the thing about in the beginning i would have said ezra's but towards the end of that day i would say amira because when they get to that spa
1: yeah awful. like, did
0: you just see what they did here you just you you mean like a racist accusation and then it's someone who like worked there and and amira's like michelle michelle let's just let's just go outside like painful like the funny thing is it was Amira who was like the adult and the more mature one to yeah. say, like, let's go outside. Not like I need to go outside like this is crazy sort of thing, but she again, the 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 obliviousness from from Shelly Cohen is just ugh, cringe blowing. Super cringe. But I did like when Ezra steps on the court. Oh, he started like, hooping. And he started dude, he started he started f- balling. Because he's like making these 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 three pointers or these layups, yep. And and because uh, Akbar is like, I'm gonna film this, and then he starts trying to get like
1: embarrassing footage of him. But he starts hooping. He starts bodying steals. people.
0: Yeah, he starts stealing the ball. Yeah. And and then and then he takes or no, someone gives him his shoes or take or someone or,
1: someone uh, someone takes his shoes off, gives it to him as like I can. not Yeah, like like,
0: like dude, you you just should up like we're fire yeah. on this court here, right? He's on fire. Uh, and he's like, yo, can you give me your number to your friends? <laughs> I'm like, yo, spitting back at Akbar, All right, cool, cool, cool. I appreciate that. Love it. But, and I, and I, I thought at that that point, that might be a bit of a turning point. Oh, for like, Akbar? Like, for Akbar. But like, you know what? Maybe I underestimated this guy maybe maybe i started to maybe i took him for granted a little bit too much you thought yeah yeah you thought and he and instead he just tried harder yeah he was a try hard on on making ezra's life a living hell um (laughs) uh let's see here yeah the um the bachelor parties as we uh mentioned earlier more cringe just terribleness um you know miss Shelley ripping the the wig out was uh, a tragedy, but I like um, when the girls are all are hanging out in the beginning of the bachelor bachelorette scene rather, and um, Shelly walks up with her daughter, and the one 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 of Mira's friends says, "Who's this white chick? Who's this white chick or white woman?" <laughs> like guys, this is Ezra's mom. Like, oh, yeah, awkward. Yep, uh, but again, I think well. Again, it's it's hard to really say which one was more awkward because, in the beginning of the the bachelor scene with Ezra, you've got, you know, they're they're doing coke, and just you know slamming drinks. They go to this this club, and then I mean, obviously the plane ride too. When when Ezra thought it was going to be a chill weekend, yeah, or chill, yeah, chill weekend, and with with the with the homies, with the boys, and. And Mo, would they're like, hey, did you know Mo was a girl? And his son's like, yeah, Dad, she's got titties. Yep. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, oh my God, man, oh jeez, this is this is, this is going to get worse. But yeah, the whole Coke guy scene was that was too, hilarious. It was it was too funny because because you know they're screaming that at the top of their lungs in yeah. that club too. <laughs> Guys, I don't have a Coke guy. Yeah. Yeah, no, you
1: do, man. You no, were- dude, remember last time? Just call him. Like we got coke from him, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call he him. hooked us up last time. Do you just- have his number. Stop holding out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that was definitely, I think, one of the uh, the most hilarious parts. In yeah. The, the whole movie for sure. Um, and then when he, when his coke guy shows up and throws him a, a, a bag, massive bag, it's a huge ass bag. So like, here you Akram's go, man. Like, Damn, that's a huge bag of, uh, of coke there. And he just doesn't even touch it. He just sits it there. Just, yeah. <laughs> Does, doesn't like try to get rid of it he's just it's just sitting on his lap the entire time um and then it cuts to the i guess the you know the pre it's pre-wedding rehearsal dinner rehearsal, dinner, rehearsal yeah. dinner right night and, before right yeah yeah and uh we meet uncle uncle uh, ej ej yeah ej was hilarious oh yeah and he says some funny, funny stuff to to Eddie Murphy or his character. He goes, "What's up, Woody?" And He goes, "Yo, my name's Akbar Muhammad now. Get it right." And he goes, "He goes, listen, cut I, the." I, shit. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "He's like, I grew up. Your name is Woody. You're still Woody to me." Yep. So like, there's this family. I don't quite say disrespect, but he just refuses to acknowledge.
1: Yeah, it's the playfulness
0: that he changed that, his that name because. Do. Yeah, because he's he converted to uh, to Muslim, so. Uh, and change his name, yep. right? But when Amira introduces Ezra to Uncle EJ and, and Akbar I mean, they're chilling on the part of the like their uh, uh, venue. Yep. And uh, EJ says he, he's like a, a, a an MX with his hair slicked yeah. back or whatever. I'm like, wow. He's like, <laughs> he's like, don't leave him. We might swipe him. Yeah. <laughs> He called him the White Berry
1: White too. White Berry White. <laughs> He's like the White Berry White be spitting, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a, that was a true moment there. I think like one of like the wholesome moments of this movie. Um, and then you see all the the other cringe speeches from everyone that wanted to, to speak up and say something. Even EG was like, Nah, I shouldn't have said that. He's I, like, ah, just Forget yeah, it. I shouldn't have said yeah, that. I shouldn't have said yeah. that. Yeah. But. When Akbar gives this fatherly speech, I knew he was it talking so much. It wasn't about- even
1: fatherly. It was right. like a, it was oh, the it was biggest back- backhanded slap of all time. Yeah. It but was- no one else knew.
0: Yeah. And even though he was, he was doing it for his daughter as he professed. Mm-hmm. But the entire time, you just see the defeat on Ezra's face. Yeah. And I think in that moment, there's like that you know, drama aspect that I think Jonah Hill pulled off very well mm-hmm. from an acting standpoint. And the post scene, I was going to say, we get a great scene after that oh. of
1: him just standing up for himself. Finally. And, yeah, just and he's like, like let's you go.
0: Are unequivocally not right to marry my daughter. Yep. And he says, why? He goes, excuse me. He goes, why not? Tell me, give me one reason. He, and he's like, you know, start anywhere. He's like, Oh, your bachelor party. Yeah. You know, like, And, and essentially it's, it's everything, but I I love the way Ezra stood up to him, you Mm -hmm. know, and, and that's, that's real. And I feel like Akbar should have seen the way he stood up to him because as, as he says, all I've done is just been there for your daughter, take, you know, and, and be the best person I can be for your daughter and love her and treat her like, like, I mean, because we look at her relation or look at their relationship without either parents and they got along perfectly. Yeah. Or, or I mean, great. You know, 99% out of a hundred, you know, the only time they really ever argued was because of the families. Yep. And, you know, I mean, you, you hear about marriages, like it doesn't matter what the family says. And, you know, to some degree, I'm obviously, I think people obviously care about that, but and it is important, which it was to both of them. It just got to that point when we we see the same thing from Amira stand up to Michelle and to the point where she wasn't even like rude. She was just she was real the same way Ezra was. But then yeah. he's like, now you're gonna you know play the guilty card, and now you're gonna like you know tr- you know clutch her pearls and 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 cry, mm-hmm. and she did. Yeah. But it's like yeah, like that that even annoyed me the fact that she like she kind of went there. You know, it's like, dude, you've been racist this entire time, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, was it my fault?" Like, it was absolutely your fault.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. She you know.
0: was, uh, she was kind of a.
1: Oh yeah, like I but mean, but it, it was always in this backhanded, oblivious, oh oh, respect, respect, insult, insult kind of way. You know?
0: Yeah. She's like, I went and did a lot of lot of research, and then I'm just like, what? Well, you know? Who Who would do that? A crazy person. Yeah, I mean, like. If you had any curiosity, I mean, you could just ask her. Yeah. That's it. It's, you know what I mean? Just crazy. Uh, yeah, she sucked. <laughs> it was but, uh, but, up until but, the end. Until but, the end. But, right. But again, kudos, kudos to Julia Lou dreyfus who, again, just acted well to make it so cringy. Yeah. You know, and, I, and I'm not going to say it's easy to do that because... If you you know, obviously like have like a, like a C-list actor do this, it might just be cringy and like, and just terrible at the same time because your acting chops are just not good. Yeah. You know, but cringing, cringy and good is good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's perfect for a rom-com. Um, but then they had that talk, you know, like, and even then he's still a gen- gentleman. He's like, we need to, t-, they both say like, we need to talk. Uh, she says, you want to say something? He's like, I do, but I feel like you need to say something as well. So you go first. Yeah. You know, look, even, even to that point, still a gentleman to his fiance. Obviously, they come to an unfortunate. Yup. Can't agreement do they that They call it off. Make, yeah. Call off the wedding. And uh, we get another time skip. What was it, three months? I think. Yeah, it's just three months six later. Six months. Three months, yeah. And lo and behold, podcast is a success. Yup. They've got a whole movie set, essentially, right? And. Got a, a nice professional setup. Um, it's like what we have going on here that people can't really see, but on a bigger scale. Um, <laughs> much bigger. <laughs> bigger scale. Much bigger. We've got, you know, monitors and lights and mics in them. It, you know what's funny? They actually have the same mixing board that I have here on my desk. Oh, hey. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, look Let's at that. Um, I know go. I know what other mics they use, but, um, you know. It's that's whatever. I like my mics too, but I, it, there's an interesting part of this because of the of the success of the podcast. We see, yeah, Akbar still listening, listening to it, and in the car ride with EJ, and they have this throwback moment, right? Because EJ EJ calls Akbar out. Yeah, he calls him out. He goes, "Man, I think you were way too hard on this kid." Yep. He like, says, "What do you mean?" He's like, and he starts. He goes, "Really? You were upset about uh, the fact that he just did cocaine?" He's like, what was it? They talk about um Cold-Blooded by Rick yeah. James? Yeah. Now listen, if you haven't seen the Chappelle show with Rick James when he was alive and Charlie Murphy oh telling stories about him and Eddie with Rick James. and I think that's just this huge, like funny coincidence because you've got EJ talking with with... Akbar, it, yeah. obviously Eddie Murphy. They're talking about Rick James. When Rick Eddie Murphy actually lived through that yep. moments with Rick James, you know? Yep. F- your couch, the, dude. It was That's so the first funny. thing that popped in my mind, and I was like, "Oh my god, so f- funny!" Oh man, uh dude. <laughs> it it was just a funny coincidence, but uh, and they said like, "Yo, come on, dude, we." You did cocaine when you were his age. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like he's saying like you're 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 being a hypocrite. Just ease off at him. And and so then we see him reach for his phone. At first I thought he was gonna call or or, or text Ezra, but in, when he when he dials Shelly and I was like, Shelly? Yeah. Interesting. But also made sense because she's the opposite one who was um, you know, having awkwardly cringy, you know race trope moments yep but when we finally see another you know the next scene we see Ezra and Shelly they're walking and he's going to buy our pair of dunks coincidentally sees Amira and he's like oh awkward <laughs> let's go yeah like we can't go here and then she's like oh my god Ezra and he's like Hey, yo, what's up, girl? And she's like, "What's up, girl?" Like, yeah. like dude, you guys were engaged, and we're going to get married.
1: Clearly awkward, though. Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. know.
0: And I think that's, I think that's normal because I'm sure people have also been in that dude that predicament before. Running into an ex is awkward. That's oh, yeah. just a fact. Oh yeah, for, for sure. sure. It's
1: amplified when it's when you're about to your get married, fiance. Yeah, you know? yeah,
0: definitely. And uh, of course, uh, Akbar comes out at just the right moment. And they break the egg and say, "We've been talking for a while now, and and realizing, you know, our mistakes and and they apologized. Yeah. And and then again, coincidentally, there's this venue right there. Bam! That, Impromptu I'm, wedding, baby. But, but dude, the, that wedding looked dope. Yeah. I'm like, that's was awesome, a badass wedding. Yeah. Although the Tron idea was kind of. Yo,
1: that, I actually forgot about that scene until you just pulled that up. But that entire, it's like they each brought their own wedding planner Yeah, and he's like, yo, what's he say? He's like, I got 40 Tron suits. I got
0: 40 Tron suits. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: anyone after that is not going to be able to wear a suit. So that's Except, on y'all. It's
0: on, yeah, it's on, oh my on God. y'all. And uh, yeah, definitely, I'm uh, definitely a pretty cool impromptu you know, wedding and Again, good it, for them. I yeah, was very happy at the end. Yeah, it was, got it was a happy ending. And, and you know, and I, again, that tends to be the case with rom coms, I feel like. Yeah. So
1: I will point out that there is a very minuscule chance that we will do another rom com on this podcast. Um, not for the sake that we don't like rom coms, it's just there's, uh, there's a lot of bad ones out there, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I think there's a lot of um, classic rom coms. That could be throwbacks. However, meh. Meh. Yeah. You know, uh, just cross one off the list. We did. Look, it was a new movie. Yeah. It literally just came out, so. This movie was so funny. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, and I think the other, again, like serious part of the movie where there was a line that his podcast co-host said, Mo, and she said that, and she's like, see, I'm always right when she says that black and white people can't get along. They can't coexist. Yeah. But that's the whole thing about this movie. that—that that, that is the plot of this movie. And they proved it wrong. Yeah. Look, their love conquered con- conquered the whole situation. Yep. So, you know. Love uh, conquers all. Love conquers all. Um, As they say. Uh, the Beatles made a song about that. All you need is love. We don't get super serious in this podcast, but I'll just say love one another, you know? Uh, and you won't have, I mean, hopefully you'll have less problems, but uh, yeah, I, I, overall, I definitely enjoyed this movie. Yeah. So that brings us to the ratings part of the show. No, oh, no, you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. I'm curious. <sighs> so,
1: because <clears throat> now we have the interesting uh rotten tomatoes score uh, score pulled yeah, up yeah well,
0: we are talking about rotten tomatoes and the and the users on that um so my initial my high to low yeah is i, I initially it's like i probably give it like a 7.5 like 75% okay as a, as a low high 80 maybe 8.3 like 8.3 okay just just because the the fact that they nailed the awkward cring- cringiness acting was good Good cast, not not overly long. Yeah, you know, I mean, you put time skips in there to get the to have a quick paced movie. You know, like I, I when I put it on and it was over before I knew it. I'm like, oh, it's still kind of early. Um, I, I can do other stuff now. Yeah, you know, where I'm not watching like a three hour movie going. Like, Jesus, I still got an hour and a half left to this. Oh, it moved God. pretty quick. Yeah, so we're or it's not boring enough so that I'm like. How long is this movie? Hour and a half and I've only watched 30 minutes and it feels like a, like 2 hours. Yeah. So what would you give it? Um I would
1: probably give this um I want to say like between like a 78 and like an 81.
0: Okay. So I would say comparable scores. Yeah, I would, yeah.
1: you know, give it, it it was it was really good. Um I loved how they <clears throat> like you said they nailed the you know, awkward racial stuff yeah. and religion stuff they yep. nailed it. Yep. Um but you know it was it was a rom-com. So, you know, it is what it is. Not hating on it, but 78 between, you know, seventy eight eighty
0: one. 81. Yeah. Yeah. And uh
1: I love Jonah Hill though. Man, do I love Jonah Hill.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think all the the main the main cast did a a very good job in and being a son a daughter a father a mother and um, you know the minor supporting actors <laughs> added, added a, little, a little bit here and there but little 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 seasoning
1: yeah little little spice
0: yeah yeah now what's interesting is we were we were briefly talking about ratings and pulled up the scores on rotten tomatoes i haven't checked imdb yet but we when we pulled it up, we were both kind of shocked uh, because <laughs> uh, critics again. I don't really care about what critics say, but critics gave it a forty five percent. That is crazy. And and then the audience, which I think should be more of a, a reliable source, forty three percent. Now, That's granted, wild. it's it's a new movie. I don't know if a lot of people have watched it out there. It it only says according again according to Rotten Tomatoes. It only has a thousand plus ratings. It did just come out on
1: Friday. So let's be real. I'm sure a lot of people haven't
0: gotten to it. But if we're looking at the the most recent, literally 37 minutes ago, um, someone says, I haven't read the other reviews, but someone actively in an interracial, but sorry, but, but as someone actively in an interracial relationship, I can say that much of what was portrayed was true. It was nice to finally see a movie that paid uh, homage to some of, of the many challenges interracial couples face and with a, uh, a comedic bend. Jonah Hill delivered well on writing the script. He did his homework and the receipts show. Thank you, Jonah, for giving other relationships a voice and platform do more of this.
1: Yeah, love Jonah Hill. I'm telling yeah.
0: you, he was awesome in this. And that's the thing, right? Like we're talking about what makes a good script, what makes a good plot. It's a simple plot. And again, not over over the top or anything like that. But I think when you have these, when you have the things on, uh, you know, uh, a dry erase board or a chalkboard, or whatever, right, a, a piece of paper. I want to hit these points in the, in this movie. This this idea that I have. Like, you know, what if I don't Okay, I'm thinking if I'm joining a Hill, I want to write a rom com. Yeah. You know, what what's what's what what can I do it on? Well, something that's currently relevant is always a good idea. Okay. Well. There's a lot of interesting, uh, you know, racial things that have been happening as of late. Yep. Okay, let's do that. It's going to be awkward. It's going to be cringy. But he's also a comedian, so he's going to try and write jokes into it. He did know how to deliver all of them, and he did, and not just about that, but but religion, but religion too. You know, so he, I think, writing wise, he he he, you know, him and uh, I think Kenya Barris also co-wrote it, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So. I think the writing was just was great. Now, mm-hmm. some of these other, um, you know, one star reviews, super tone deaf on both sides, just incessantly cringy and painful to watch. But see, kind I, of the that's the point. whole point that that is the point. Yeah. And I and, and like, look, I, we've said this before and we'll always say it. You're you're entitled to your own opinion on, on any rating of a movie. You don't have to like a certain genre or movie or whatever it happens to be. But I think if you fail to miss
1: the point the point,
0: then isn't that on you?
1: Yeah. It means you're a
0: stupid idiot. Like y- you're, you're not comprehending the level of writing, the, That's all. the, the themes, the morals, the ethics. Mm-hmm. What is this movie trying to portray? If you can't grasp that, don't watch movies. I'm sorry. Go read a book. If you can well, I don't know if you can't watch, if you can't grasp something from a movie, I doubt you're going to find it, it from a it book. It might be harder. It might know. be more difficult. Yeah. Or even better tune into a podcast like us where we can explain these things. And maybe that helps, you know, deliver some knowledge to your, to your noggin.
1: We can hope, but yeah, um, you know, listen, I'm not going to hold my breath. Uh, mm. If
0: you are listening to another country from another country, thank you. We, we appreciate that. And, um, you know, I hope you found love, true love. We'll read a couple more of these. If you don't over critique the movie, you will be entertained. Fact. That's true. That right there that's is a, good, a point. good approach. That is a good point.
1: Simple too. How many stars did, did they give it?
0: Um, three and a half out of five. Okay. So that's, that's like basically saying seven out of 10. That That's fine. Not a perfect movie, but there are humorous moments and, and, and it is well acted. Agreed, it had the ability. Uh, yeah, it had the ability to grab my attention and keep me interested. I, I agree with that as well. Yeah, and that's why we're not giving it a nine plus out of ten like ninety percent or ninety nine percent. Right, like I, to me, there's no there's no wrong comedy that exists to that to that. To that degree of rating, from my perspective what do you have one up the uh, the trick up your sleeve or uh one <clears throat> no i was just stretching oh, okay <laughs> you're like well actually nick uh the, well did you forget it, about this movie it's
1: funny you say that but just friends is a very good one um that is a yeah. that is an underrated rom-com
0: is that is that the one with ryan reynolds
1: ryan reynolds and uh oh god what's that uh, bullock right n- no anna F- Anna Ferris, yeah.
0: Oh, right, 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 right.
1: Oh, my God. That movie is so funny.
0: Well, no, there, there were, what's the one with, with Sandra Bullock and Ron, Ryan Reynolds? I'm actually
1: disappointed I know more rom coms than I thought I did originally. That one's <laughs> called The Proposal.
0: The Proposal. Okay, <laughs> I actually like The Proposal. I'm not going to lie.
1: Yeah, that one, Betty White's in that one. Betty White. <sighs> Dude, RP. legend. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually sad I I know more rom coms like, than I thought.
0: Didn't she have like this? She Her character was some um she,
1: she was his grandmother and um but she did like
0: weird uh, she was a hippie hi- yeah hippie stuff in the woods
1: yeah it was like a rain
0: dance rain, yeah that's no it, it wasn't right it dance. was it? Were,
1: something they, it was some like weird it was rap sandra bullock started getting was down it? to some rap yeah i swear
0: maybe it was it's been it's been a while if you couldn't if you couldn't tell hilarious very, rele- very relevant for these that was it oh yeah Next, some of the other five-star reviews. Uh, absolutely amazing! Don't miss out on a great movie because of haters. Movie is a great example of understanding all sides in education versus per- persecution. Yes, that is a good comment. Uh, let's do one more positive, and one one more negative. Yeah, I don't I don't get when people say this type. Of I re- I really don't. Like, let's again, one lazy stereotype cliche after after another. That is the point of the f-ing plot. Here's a good f- here's a good review. Let's we're going to end on a, on a on a high note. Let's. I haven't seen a decent comedy in a long time. I thoroughly enjoyed this and laughed out loud several times. Lol. I am really surprised by the low ratings. Yeah, us too. It's Seriously. so hard to make a comedy in this climate and I think this movie really navigated it perfectly. You know, that is the best that best way to explain that. Yeah, yeah, it it really is because you know, and this is something that comedians have been have been saying a lot online is you can't really make jokes. It's tough anymore, or like you you have people have to be careful in their their stand up performances, and because you don't want to get canceled. Yeah, you know, by the snowflakes and um, or the PC police. You know what I'm saying? So it it's it's just like you. You have to know how to write something good that fits. And I, I don't know if there's any, you know, I just don't even care to look if there's any controversy behind this movie, aside from some low ratings. Like at the end of the day, like I know that there, there are things that relate to real life. But in the, at the end of the day, no one's forcing you to watch this movie.
1: Yeah, you can stop it at any time. You can stop like, it at any time. This isn't for me.
0: Yeah, and exactly. You, you, perfect, perfect way of saying it. This isn't for me. You know, it'd be like watching a, like a horror movie. I only really do scary movies, but you start watching something and you start to get freaked out about it. I can't do it. Nope. Turn it off. No one's saying you have to sit there and, and torture yourself through this. You know what I'm saying? Like, or just don't watch it. Watch the trailer and go, uh, nah. Cause That's what it's there for. Exactly. You've now saved yourself two hours by watching something that was two minutes. You know? unless it's something that you really are excited about and you don't want to watch a trailer, like like let's say, I don't know, uh, a big Marvel movie or like, you know, Dune part two, right? Something that we're looking forward to. Yeah. You know, where we don't want to be spoiled by something, but we know, it's, you know we we have a level of expectation, you know, but, or even something that we might be skeptical about. Watch the trailer. Mm-hmm. You know, trailer instilled a bit, a bit of hope in me. I'll watch it. Hey, you know what? It was actually really good. I enjoyed it. I'm glad I watched the trailer because maybe you don't watch watch the trailer. Next thing you know, you're uh, I don't know, you just wasted time. So I agreed. Good quote by Austin there. Exactly. So yeah, uh, listen. If you're if you're looking for what we said, I say check it out. You know, you're you're already paying for uh, a Netflix subscription. Yep. It's less than two hours long. If you like the actors that are in it, watch it. You know, again, you might find some awkwardness and some cringiness, but that's the point. You know, and I, I hope people out there see and and understand that and, you know, decide to continue watching it. Yeah. You know, and if you want to hit us up on on Twitter now, because we do have a official. Twitter. Official Twitter. You can find us. Uh, I think if you just search the Plot Strikes Back, it sh- should pop up. But if it doesn't and you need accurate spelling it's the t-h-e underscore capital p s b underscore podcast simple simple you know i wanted to do the plot strikes back just as is but um twitter doesn't allow more than 14 characters
1: huh it makes sense because of a name
0: yeah like yeah
1: i I don't want to type in a long name on twitter
0: but what if someone Someone's actual real life name is like really long, which people do have long real life names and they want to do it. And those people probably have Twitters. Yeah. So they have to, they have to sacrifice and shorten it much like we did. Mm-hmm. So, but
1: anyways, feel free to, you know, hit us up on there and talk some shit or, you know,
0: not whatever yeah. you're feeling. Yeah. Fo- follow us. If you want to, you know, tweet at us with your rating for, for you people, go ahead. Yeah. You know, let us, let us know. Tell you what, let us know the part that cringed you out the most.
1: Yes, for uh, for me it was the the dinner party over. Uh, <laughs> just it, the whole dinner scene, yeah, yeah, t- just the whole dinner scene between the families. That because was, it,
0: because it was uh, a collective piece. Yeah, it was. a so no lot was going on in there yeah and if we're talking you know individual scenes it's definitely the bachelor and bachelorette party Mm. uh, equally so yeah touche so yeah that'll be the one and only uh, rom-com we ever do on this podcast yeah Um, until
1: Nick wants to do the proposal
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know listen we might have a guest at one point um, and they might want to they want to talk about it
1: all right good we'll shut it down then
0: yeah (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it, it might be a very short podcast or, um, that'll be like a Patre- Patreon only episode.
1: Oh man. You know, just so we can just roast it the entire time. <laughs> Talk about Ryan Reynolds before he became Deadpool. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Life was simpler back then, but
0: yeah. Cause that was like 2000 something to mid two thousands. I want to say, or late. two yeah, thousands, Like, like
1: 2009.
0: Yeah, somewhere between 2007-2009. I could totally Google it right now, but I just don't uh, want to. I don't care about it that much. Yeah, to me honest. too. Me too. So, uh, But that's going to do it. So we appreciate everyone listening as always. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the movie. And uh, we hope you enjoyed uh, the two of us talking about it. Yeah. Um,
1: so once again, just keep watching movies and yeah. stay tuned for the next one, which will be pretty, pretty
0: rad. Yes. stuff. Yes, be sure to tune in to this Thursday's throwback episode. It is a cult classic, coolest movie ever made. Definitely. Ever. Yeah, definitely. Um there it, it might be a longer episode, maybe maybe. This
1: episode might be
0: 4 hours long. <laughs> No, I was side side <laughs> note. I was thinking about whenever we whenever we decide to start reviewing the extended version of Lord of the Rings, we might have to break it up into like a multi part series.
1: Well, I mean, I would say one episode per movie. We just have to keep you on a time limit.
0: <laughs> the Throwback Thursday is going to turn into part one, and then Flashback Friday will be like part two. Oh my lord! <laughs> Jeez. I I might have to like semi script it for me. Uh, you know what I'm going to we'll do? See. I'm going to I'm going to time myself. No, I can't do that. I got to be too sporadic. Anyways, Anyways just, just yeah. be prepared
1: to uh listen for a very long time as we talk about it's, the it's, coolest movie of all time. Is this your
0: favorite movie?
1: This is probably my hands down my favorite movie of all time.
0: Yes. All right, so it's it's a it's a big one. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a it's a big one. For Mr. Austin over here. So be sure to tune in. We will definitely send a reminder when the episode is out and live to view on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Amazon Music, huh? Amazon Music, yeah. Forget about that. Yeah. I mean, it was an easy distribution choice given how big Amazon is. Mm. So. If you have any other requests in terms of platforms, uh, yeah, tweet at us, and I'll get it on there. I'll do what I can. Bam. Wham, bam. Night, folks. Peace. This has been the Plot Strikes Back.